This is Marketing Jam, a show featuring the brightest minds in marketing. Marketing Jam is brought to you by Cyber Impact, the email marketing platform made specifically for Canadian small businesses. Go to cyberimpact.com forward slash jelly, create a free account, and start sending castle compliant promotional emails in just a few clicks. All right, well, I'm going to welcome everyone to the latest episode of Marketing Jam. We're really excited here. We got Mike here from Adobe Canada, the head of marketing for Adobe Canada. So uh, we're ready to jump in. Um, the catalyst for actually this interview was LinkedIn. So those of you that are watching on LinkedIn, those of you that are uh, clicked through because of LinkedIn, um, the catalyst for this interview is what Mike is doing and has done on LinkedIn. So Mike, I'm going to jump right to that. What are you up to on LinkedIn that I find so fascinating and what our viewers and listeners are going to find fascinating too? Well, thanks. I appreciate you having me on today, by the way. Uh, but yeah, LinkedIn has actually provided uh, a lot of benefit for us uh, throughout Canada specifically. Uh, we, we see it as an opportunity to connect with a very targeted group of individuals. And as you probably know with LinkedIn, you, you know you can have showcase pages for the, the organization, but you can't proactively go out and build that community. So what we did is we built that around my LinkedIn profile. And today we have about 16,000 Canadian-based digital marketing professionals. And so uh, when you think about just the Canadian community itself, that's a relatively large number. And because of that, uh, we've been able to, you know, really help out our customers. And so a couple of things that we do is, uh, you know, it's always tough to find the right people. So whenever we have a customer who's looking to hire somebody, we're the first ones to be able to reshare their hmm. requirements on LinkedIn. And I can tell you, last year, there was, uh, I heard at least eight individuals found new roles within Canada because of resharing stuff like that. So it's something that we love to do on our customers' behalf. Nice. And when you describe like a, a digital marketing professional, what, what are some other kind of descriptors or adjectives you'd use for this, these people? <laughs> it's, a, it's a more complicated question than you think. Uh, marketing these days is... Uh, is pretty much everything involved. So it's customer experience, it's traditional marketing, uh, it's it's IT, right? It's the chief digital officer, uh, digital officers team as well. So it's it's a lot of uh, really good professionals who are trying to get the right message across digital media, whether it's you know a website, LinkedIn, what have you. So uh, yeah, our, our target audience is is grown in terms of breadth. And we really focus on four key areas. So the CMO and their team, mm -hmm. CDO, so Chief Digital yeah. Officer and yeah. their team, the CIO and their team, and then what we call ad tech. Yeah. So the ad executives. So anyone in those four groups mm -hmm. kind of falls in our uh, target audience. And those that are listening and watching, they should friend you on LinkedIn to get latest updates, news, what's happening. Is that yeah, correct? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We, uh, you know, I, I never turned down a Canadian-based digital uh, marketing professional, so please join our group. And inside of that, we actually have a LinkedIn group called Digital Experience Makers. Okay. And uh, we we ask that you uh, join there as well. So uh, we share a lot of information, but it gives us an opportunity for our customers mm -hmm. and our uh, connections to be able to share information as well. Nice. And where can people see you in person? What are some maybe some events you're heading to this year? Maybe some that you're hosting and some that you're attending? Yeah, so it's uh, thank you for the 
an opportunity to plug. <laughs> but we we have uh, eight to ten events that we do every month uh, across Canada, and wow. so some of them are very small. Like we'll take a small group of folks, uh, customers to the Leaf game or, or the Raptors tomorrow night against the Celtics. But some of them are relatively large, and most of the uh, key ones are going to be by invitation only. Because we, what we'll do is we'll we'll do events where it's targeted specifically for CMOs or CDOs or CIOs or ad tech folks. But we also have a series of four uh, digital experience makers conferences that's going to be going across Canada. The first one's going to be May 23rd in Toronto. Okay. And we're doing that at a customer site at the TELUS building. Mm -hmm. We also have one uh, tentatively scheduled June 5th. We're looking at might have to change a little bit. That's going to be in Ottawa, mm -hmm. strictly for the Canadian public sector. And then we go to Montreal September 10th, and then we go to Vancouver September 19th. And what I would ask is uh, if your viewers are interested in attending some of these, please connect with me on LinkedIn, and I'll make sure to share the information that way. That's right. Now, how do you manage your LinkedIn? Like, are, are you doing it yourself? Do you got people also in your LinkedIn profile replying to all these messages? So, it, yeah, it's uh, it can be difficult sometimes. Uh, we do have public relations company, Porter Novelli, yeah. that uh, manages our Facebook and our Twitter feeds as well yeah. as Instagram and some YouTube. But for the most part, I've asked them to keep hands off LinkedIn. And the reason for that is I I, I think the people in my, my network will agree with me that it's not about sending personal stuff out there, but it's not salesy stuff either, mm -hmm. right? So it's, it's some thought leadership, but sharing a lot of content that I, our audience is going to find of value to help them build their business, right? So it's yeah. not about, hey, this is what Adobe's doing or this is their Adobe's new product. Yeah. Uh, we, we create some links, so if you are interested, that's fine, but that's not really what we're promoting. We're promoting the stuff that will help our customers. So for that reason, I keep it hands-on. That's awesome. And, and speaking of um, you know the LinkedIn app and stuff, are you an iOS or an Android guy? I'm an Android guy, believe it or not. Okay. And, and uh, yeah, so our company is actually mixed. And it's, uh, you know, it's not that I have a preference one way or the other. It's a, everything I've got is Android, so I just kind of stick that way. And what are some of the apps that you can't live without both professionally and personally? Hmm. Interesting question. So LinkedIn, obviously, I'm, I'm on LinkedIn religiously. Um, but, you know, I use the, the basic stuff. I use, like, the Expedias and the, and the Hotels.com and, and all that type of stuff because I'm on the road quite a bit, so i got to be able to take care of that right away. Um, Waze has uh, mm -hmm. become very very uh, useful for me as well, trying to beat traffic and get around that type of stuff. But uh, honestly, my my real pet peeve is that there's I've got friends who have just got so many apps on their phone, and they're they're trying to communicate with me 18 different ways. Yep. And I, I keep bringing it back to the basics. It's like, guys, if you want me, give me a phone call. Yeah. Go through LinkedIn or just email yeah. me. Yeah. We've got all of this other stuff, but there's just so many things to keep an eye out on yeah. that uh, you have to kind of find what's good for you and just kind of stick with it. Yeah, yeah. And do you have some favorite apps that you do use personally? Uh, I, I'm, I'm big on the sports side of okay. things, so okay. sports uh, net apps and stuff like that, okay. especially today, which is the hockey trade day, right? So uh, I got that going on in the background, seeing if my beloved Leafs are going to be picking up some folks. That's awesome. Very cool. And what sort of like um, books, magazines, podcasts that you'd recommend to our, our listeners today? Well, I highly recommend this podcast, of course. But, <laughs> but aside from that, um, 
It's funny. I, I get my information in snippets, right? Okay. So what I tend to do is whether it's LinkedIn articles and stuff, I, I grab stuff in small bites. Mm-hmm. Uh, I notoriously bad at grabbing a book and sitting down in for more than five minutes in one place and being able to read. I just I just get up and start walking around. Yeah. I try and grab as much as I can uh, visually. So whether it's uh, you know, a podcast or, or, you know, something that's a quick little um, webinar or something of that nature. Mm-hmm. I, th- I find that great value. Uh, in terms of books, uh, we're doing a bunch of events with uh, with some uh, high-profile speakers. So we have one coming up, which is uh, featuring Professor Sunil Gupta from Harvard Business School, okay. and that will be on April 17th. And he's going to be doing a, a, um, a fireside chat with our CEO, yeah. out of the U.S., Sean New. And so uh, Professor Gupta's got a new book out, Digital Disruption, and so we're I'm going through that now. That's cool. And, and when yeah. it comes to, like, you know, this coming year, what are some trends that you're seeing with brands that you're working with, maybe both from an agency side and from a, a brand side as well? Well, I, I mean, I can speak on behalf of Adobe. Our big, our big push right now is really on customer experience, right? Okay. And so I think things are go in trends and I'm a big believer in balance, right? So when things go too far on the digital side, that means there's an opportunity back on the in-person side. So, you know, the experiential. So what we do with our customers is, yeah, of course we connect with them online and do do all that fun stuff because that's what we sell. But I find that our customers really appreciate the events that we run. And so they can come in, they can connect with us one-on-one. So again, it goes to fill in that gap that may have been created on the on the in-person side. Yeah. So I foresee that continuing and uh, becoming even more targeted. So when we're creating events, it's not good enough to say, hey, we've got a cool venue and we got we can bring in some food and a good speaker. What we do is we start it from the other side and we look at it and say, look, we really want to connect with these 25 folks. What do they have in common? Yeah. So, you know, they might come back and, uh, well, we had one last year where they – we found that they were car enthusiasts. So what we did is we we brought up a stunt driver from uh, California, and we had um, out, out in the west end of Toronto there, we had some individuals that uh, were able to experience, you know, what he does in movies and then get behind the wheel of the car with him on the, beside him and start doing donuts and stuff like that. And, of course, this group loved it because they're mm. car enthusiasts, yeah. right? So what we do is we try and find events that, that – will wow these individuals. Yeah, that's really cool. And as far as um, Adobe itself, anything that you're really excited about for this coming year outside of the events? Yeah, and, yeah. yeah very much so. Um, last year we connected with a company called Marketo, which is very big in the B2B uh, marketing side, and Magento, which is on the e-com side. So we purchased those two companies. This is a year that we get to bring them together. Right. So our customers love our products because it's not a simple software that does something really cool. Mm-hmm. It's a suite of things that work, you know, uh, that are integrated and they are able to work together. And now when we're able to take e-commerce and bring it into the, the fold and we're able to take this to B2B through Marketo as well, that just opens up so many more doors. Mm-hmm. So the, the year of 2019 is really about integrating those organizations and the suite of products and being able to let our customers see that. That's really cool. We, we at Jelly, our agency, we get a, we have a monthly subscription to Adobe for all of our creatives here and you know, it's, we're, we're big fans. Yeah, 
Yeah. Oh, so thank you. We, we love that. It's funny because it's funny you say that. I get it all the time, right? Somebody says, oh, you're from Adobe, right? And we're, we're the first two things we're going to say, Photoshop and PDFs, right? What a lot of folks don't realize is that one of the biggest parts of our business is actually digital marketing software. So if you want to go out and you want to identify a group or target a group, well, we have software that does that. If you want to then be able to run a campaign to them and drive them to online assets, well, we have different software that does that. And then you want to be able to measure all of it, and then you want to be able to follow up on it. Well, we have that whole integrated suite, the experience cloud, as we call it. Yeah. And so that's the real part of the business that we're driving right now. Uh, we, we love people that uh, that use Photoshop and our creative cloud stuff, mm-hmm. but we want to know about this other stuff as well. That's awesome. So how, and what are you doing to educate people about that, that you're not just, you know, you know PDFs? Yeah, exactly. So it... It's multi-approach, so it's an omni-channel type of approach, right? So yes, we do the digital. We do have we have emails out there, and we're online and all that fun stuff. But again, it really goes back to the experiential. Uh, one of the things that we try and do is have a very targeted message for these individuals. So let's say that um, we have five of the six big banks in Canada. We do, but let's let's use that as an example. When we want to get into that sixth one. Who knows that guy better than anybody else? Those other five, right? Because they, you know, hang around events together and they probably work together at some point. So what I'll do is I'll go to one customer and I'll ask her, I'll say, hey, look, do you want to, do you know Frank over here? And we'll we'll use those types of connections and relationships to build our business. And we do so with a targeted message to that end user. But it's that influencer effect of having our customers that's key for us. And we've actually branded it. So you'll see on, on a lot of stuff I put out on LinkedIn with hashtag for customers, by customers. And the reason we do that is we put our customers up on stage. So when you go to a third-party event like DMFS, which is the Digital Marketing for Financial Services Conference, you don't want to see somebody from Adobe up on stage because we're paid to tell people how great our products are yeah. and stuff like that. What I think is more interesting is when we bring our customers up there and we don't put any chains on them, we said. Tell them, like, tell them what's going on, and the good and the bad. And so it happens all the time. So when we had uh, one of our friends, uh, Rod Gennaro, who is the CEO over at Red Tag, they're a big, uh, I think it was up until two months ago, uh, Canada's the largest privately owned travel company online. Uh, they were just purchased by a Japanese firm. But anyways, we put Roberto up on stage a couple times, and he would tell the audience, he would say, look, you know, I... I went out and I got eight of these Adobe, uh, you know, uh, programs and software that, that integrates together. He goes, one of them I didn't like. Hmm. And he said, you know, they came to the table and they, they tried to fix it, but it just wasn't for us. So we went and we got somebody else's and we, we, we got Adobe to kind of work it into the system. And I love when he says that because hmm. that's real, right? It's authentic. And so the audience is out there going, okay, good. This is not a paid message by Adobe. Uh, Mike, what are you seeing as the biggest changes in 2019 that marketers need to be prepared for? Well, I, I think there's going to be a continuation of the drop-off at, at uh, Facebook and, and Twitter. I think Instagram's going to stabilize a little bit. But I love you know the direction that LinkedIn's going. I think that uh, you know that's where we're going to continue to put strong investment into that. 
Um, in terms of the events themselves, again, I think things are going to become even more targeted. You're going to continue to see the big third-party events go away. I think you're going to end up seeing a lot of what we call one-to-few type of events, where you might have 25, 30 people, but a very targeted 25 or 30 types of people in, in that, uh, that audience. And then for the most part, you know, um, consolidation across customer lines as well. So, you know, the, the whole bricks and mortar, you know, will continue to have to balance out. You're going to see organizations, you know, shutter some of their stores. You know, we just mm-hmm. saw that this week with uh, Hudson Bay, you know, shutting down all the, uh, the home outfitters, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, unfortunately, you're going to see that in 2019. Okay. Now, um, biggest advice you give to a young marketer out there? You know, you're starting out in the industry. You're just, get, you know, getting your feet wet. What's a piece of advice that yeah. you'd want to give to maybe your younger self or, or a young, you know, man or woman out there that you, you wish you could pull under your wing and mentor and, and give some sage wisdom to? <laughs> I don't know about sage wisdom, but uh, what worked for me really well, and this is going to sound a little strange coming from a marketing guy, but start off in sales. Like, really go out and get your you know, proactive sales skills nailed down, understand what those individuals go through on a day-to-day basis, live on commission for, you know, at least a year so that you understand what they're going through. And it just makes you a much better marketing person. Mm. I mean, that's that's the way I came up. I, I joined an organization called Xerox, and Xerox back in the day was probably the number one marketing organization in the world. Mm. And I joined them in a sales capacity. And the reason I did that is because marketing is, is around to support and serve the sales organization. And you can't really do that unless you've walked in their shoes for a, mm. for a couple of miles, right? So I think that's something that will really help out uh, somebody who looks long-term to have a marketing career. That's awesome. And, and lastly, what sort of events or kind of like you know, email subscriptions or, or what should people be doing to help nurture themselves like professional development? What's the best places to go to? Yeah, I think that um, that's a it's a really good question. I think the the more that you're exposed to in terms of, um, of selling skills as well as the marketing skills, if you go to these types of events where you can actually go and talk to people as opposed to these huge conferences where you're sitting in a chair in the back of the room just listening, I would much rather you know sit down you know, have a cocktail with somebody and, and mm. you know, have that conversation with them. Now, it's incredibly difficult to get time with people these days because they're just, you know, bombarded by requests. And, um, you know, even I even get, a, you know, some requests from time to time through LinkedIn where they, hey, you know, Mike, can you sit down and have a cup of coffee with me? I would love to be able to do that. I just can't. You know, it's just not, it's not possible. So, you know, what I try and do is share some of that information that I would have done one-on-one through LinkedIn and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, turn it into a conversation. Like, I love getting feedback from individuals. So if I put something out there, you know, I, I read those comments. I share those comments. I'll, I'll DM that individual to find out more about what they're talking about. Um, but it just, it's almost impossible to be able to, to go and have a beer with somebody one night and then someone else the next night and so on and so forth. It just... Uh, you know, we've got jobs that we have to do as well. So as someone, there's a lot of options in the U.S. as well, and, and I imagine you have a counterpart in the U.S. for, you know, Adobe America. Um, do you feel like there's a big difference between content yeah. marketing and B2B marketing in Canada than there is in B2B marketing in the U.S.? Absolutely. 
Yeah, for sure. And I don't think they appreciate it as much as we would from our side over, right? So, again, if you're going to be personal with an individual, if you want to connect with them one-on-one, it's tough to do that when you're not talking their language. And I don't mean English versus French. I'm talking about nuances and being able to, you know, um, relate to them through specific localized stories. And I think that's absolutely key. And so we see it today. You know, people in the public sector here in Canada, the first thing that they thought of was, well, you know, Adobe, you're a big company, you're out of California, so you're a U.S. company. I mean, yes, we do have a head office in California. We're very much a Canadian company. We've got 300 people up here, and we're a self-contained operating organization with Canadian partners, Canadian employees. As a matter of fact, some of the, uh, the individuals that we have operating here in Ottawa or in Toronto you know, uh, cover off Adobe responsibilities globally. Hmm. So the argument can be made that, you know, maybe we're the corporate head office in some cases, right? We are for compensation, for example. The global compensation person for Adobe Worldwide is based out of Ottawa. So, you know, we're kind of blurring the lines a little bit by saying, you know, you're U.S., you're Canada. But the, the conversation has to be localized. And so when we talk to people at... CIBC or Scotiabank or whatever, they want to hear what's going on and what's available for them. They, they have interest in best practices in the U.S., but only as it can relate to them. So let's not talk about something that's you know going gangbusters in Idaho or New York City or Chicago or wherever if it can't be localized here in Toronto as well. So you have to take that into account. And, and there's a whole, you know, ego pride thing as well where you know, Canadians, in, in many cases, we're leading the way. You know, we, we have some of the most uh, innovative digital marketing initiatives being run anywhere in the world. And so for, you know, Americans to come up here and say, hey, let me show you what we're doing. I'll say, maybe it should be the other way around. Come on. That's awesome. Well, Mike, um, I'm going to ask some rapid fire questions if you feel ready for that. Yeah, fair away. Okay, so, uh, Starbucks or Tim Hortons? Tim Hortons. Air Canada or WestJet? Oh, they're both customers. Nice. <laughs> That's great. Uh, next one is, are you a whiskey or a wine person? Whiskey. Okay, dark chocolate, milk chocolate, or white chocolate? Uh, dark chocolate. Okay, Pacific Ocean, Atlantic Ocean? Ooh. Uh... Jeez, uh, I love both of them, actually. Uh, I'll go with uh, Pacific right now. Perfect. Perfect. Warmer. Warmer. And, and, of course, Canucks or Maple Leafs? <laughs> I was born and raised in Toronto for, uh, for you know, up till 10 years ago. So I went through the lean years, and I'm going to enjoy some of the good years right now. So I'm very proud to be a Leafs fan. That's awesome. That's awesome. My father-in-law is from Toronto and a huge fan, and so I got him tickets to the Canucks versus Maple Leafs game, and he's uh, he's very excited. We got him a jersey and everything, so looking forward to that. Oh, game. that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, man. Um, really appreciate you making time today. So I, I'm really thankful. So um, listeners, viewers, uh, Mike Marks, you can find him on LinkedIn. He, he will be your LinkedIn connection if you make a request and you're in the sector, which I, uh, of course you are because you're watching the show. Um, so Mike, look forward to a bunch of new requests and uh, new connections made 
And I really appreciate you being so available to connect to the marketing community of Canada and to share so many great nuggets and ideas and, and some forward-thinking thoughts on where marketing is headed. So we look forward to watching Adobe this year and how you're going to be integrating these two new products. And, and as you continue to educate, I think, our whole industry that you're not just the creative cloud, but you have all these other options as well that we should be considering. So thank you so much. Appreciate the opportunity. Thank you, John. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next episode. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.